Hello everyone, welcome to the Ready Room, the Trucks and Sci-Fi Microcast. I'm Kenny, moderator of the forums and co-moderator of the RPG. I play Captain Nathaniel Quinn. I'm Jen, and I play the First Officer, Manners of Real. Welcome everyone. Today's RPG briefing will cover an interview with Rick Moyer, a.k.a. Gebular, or Bob. We're not sure which. And we'll cover the rules of our gameplay and dramatization, as well as the story so far. So for our interview, we chose Rick Moyer. Uh, he's a longtime friend of the forums. He's been with the forums for a long time, as I said. And he also has been with the, the RPG for since the very beginning, since season one. Uh, he, he's been our counselor. So uh, we thought he'd be perfect for our first interview. So uh, mm-hmm. I sat down and chatted with him. All right. So today our special guest is Moyer seven 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 from the forums. Hey Rick, uh, how's it going? It's going great. How about you, Kenny? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I want just to talk about your RPG character. Um, sure. You've been with us since the very beginning. Since the very beginning, I was all excited when they proposed doing it, and I'd never been part of anything like this before, not any type of RPG, and I had to have you all explain what it was all about, and I thought, what a great idea. This would be fun to continue some adventures in the Star Trek universe. And it was really simple to learn, right? I mean, it's not a complicated process. Well, it had to be simple if I joined in with it because (laughs) I I have a very busy life and uh, lots of things going on all the time, and I was – Concerned that I wouldn't have enough time to do it, but really, it's it's not been so hard, and I really I've been really enjoying it. Yeah, and I mean, you do put you have a key character, but he's not so integral. Where if you can't do it for a few days, exactly, you know, nothing will will dramatically happen. So exactly. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Counselor Margon? Okay, my name is Counselor Margon. I am a Bolian. I'm blue, of course. If everybody's <laughs> familiar with the uh, Star Trek universe, I'm blue and have a ridge that goes down the middle of my head and my nose and uh, up the top of my head and down the back of my head. And I'm quite old. I'm 112 years old, but that's because Bolians live a long time. And I started out in life as a barber at Starfleet, basically. Uh, I had a a tragic situation happen when I uh, was married to a couple of wives on the home planet. Uh, The way that Bolians work is they have two wives. And my wives actually died from uh, an infection in their lungs. And it just totally destroyed my uh, life. It was horrible. I had three kids. Things didn't work out very good. And then... I went to um, Starfleet com- uh, Academy where I became a barber, and I actually cut the first captain of the Tiberius's hair <laughs> and got to be friends with him. And as he went out on his career, he would he would call back and talk to me and get advice because uh, in watching uh, The Next Generation, uh, TNG, I really enjoyed the character of Mott the Barber who was cutting, you know, he cut John Luke's hair. Yeah. Well, there's not much hair there, but, you know. <laughs> And then he also cut Riker's hair, and he would cut um, Jordy and uh, different people's hair. And he was always, you know, giving advice. Yeah, even though it wasn't wanted most of the time. Exactly. It wasn't wanted advice <laughs> most of the time. It's just a gossip kind of thing. Yeah. But I thought that would be kind of funny. And anyway, he, he actually had some good advice. And the more that he got into it, the more he realized, hey, you know, this would be a cool thing to be able to um, – to help people out and so the captain captain bell actually encouraged me or as the as a barber to apply and go through school and get my counseling degree and that's what i did and i and i asked for a post on his ship and he gave it to me and thus became my career as a counselor 
And uh, I have a great time. I had a son on the ship named Brex, who's the bartender in Five Forward. And uh, we are kind of at odds. We haven't talked to each other for a long time because uh, I took a procedure when I was um, devastated by my wife's dying to block that memory. And uh, Brex was not happy with that. And he thought that I was avoiding the real issues that I needed to deal with. And therefore, he kind of disowned me. So now we're forced on the same ship together. We didn't realize. And uh, so now we're trying to uh, make our relationship okay. And it's been quite a quite a fun thing. <laughs> Yeah. My character loves cats, and I have a cat named Mr. Mouse that I write about quite a bit in the, in the RPG. He the ship, yeah. Yeah, and he, he's never really been out of the quarters until this, this season. People have to check out the story and find out what happened. But, uh, and, of course, I like books. There's lots of books in my, uh, in my quarters, and I love music, and I have a, a special music device that plugs into my brainwaves, and I can play whatever type of music that I'm feeling. Ooh, and I, I use that. It. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I use it in my practice with the uh, different people that come in and kind of get them to relax a little bit on whatever mood they're in. And uh, then they open up and kind of share their story. And I love the holodeck. I use a holotherapy. I'm actually studying it right now as part of my courses in counseling. And uh, I will be using holotherapy quite a bit over the next few seasons just to uh, bring out situations and help people deal with their inner struggles. So that's kind of my character, and if you thought about, if you know the Star Trek universe, it's kind of crossed between Doctor Flox, Mott the Barber, and uh, Counselor uh, Diana Troy. So put those all together, and you got Margon. <laughs> Very cool. Now, what made you choose a Bolian? Well, you know, I, I thought about it. I, I don't know. I've always, you know, I, I've lost a lot of weight personally and so i'm not as round as i was but for almost all my life i've been kind of rotund yeah and i I thought that would be kind of funny to have a character in the rpg that was a little bit on the heavy side and most of the time when you see bullions um not not necessarily all of them but a lot of them are rotund and and they just kind of are fun looking and i just thought the color blue would be fun to work with anyway yeah and how about being a counselor that's very unusual for a bullion well, that is very unusual, and that's what I thought would make his character really kind of fun, uh, that it wouldn't be something normally that you would see. And I think, you know, with Gene Roddenberry's vision of the future and yeah. all the stuff that he did, he would put unusual people in situations to deal with that and and really make them struggle through that. And so it's been a kind of a hard thing for, as a bully, and I talk too much, <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm kind of jovial. Yeah. And uh, that's good in some ways, but at the same time, it's hard when you're a counselor. You, get, you, you know, you're supposed to laugh with those who laugh and cry with those who cry. And I tend to laugh more than cry, and so it's it is different. It's a struggle for the yeah. for a bully to be a counselor, but I think it's working, and and uh, he'll learn a lot as time goes on. Yeah, that's great. Very cool. Very fun. Good, good. And um, your experience with the RPG. It's been a really positive one. At first, I, you know, like I said, I was very apprehensive about joining because I thought, well, maybe I'm not that good of a writer. And there are people, I mean, let me just say right off the bat, there are people that are far better writers than I, but I haven't been, I didn't feel intimidated after we started because I realized we all have just a little, you know, we bring a little bit different slant to our writing. And so it really complements each other. And so I tend to do more lighthearted posts and, yeah. and action things. Yeah. And, and it's okay. There's this, this such a great mix. It, it mixes it up. And I really thought that I didn't have enough time to do it. But really, it worked out so where I could uh, spend some time writing. Uh, uh, when we first started, the rules have changed over the seasons. 
And so I've been able to um, try to keep up with different things. Last season, I got behind because of some stuff that happened here at the house with the storm damage to our house, and I wasn't able to keep up with everything. But this season, I've been keeping up, and I've really, really enjoyed doing some joint posts with different people where we combine our efforts and we send private messages back and forth and kind of develop the script. Then when we're all okay on it, then we post it. And that's been really, that's been really fun. Not only does it uh, help with having cool friends from all over the world, um, but it also just, it, it uh, sharpens my skills as a writer. Yeah. And, and really challenges me to, uh, work cooperatively. And I, re- I really like that. That's, that's yeah, what I'm having the most fun yeah, with. Yeah. It definitely elevates your writing. It does. You know, when you, it does. When, you have, when you're writing with someone who's really good. Mm-hmm. knows their stuff it really elevates you to, to reach that level too you know yeah because i know when I, I do i don't consider myself a great writer either but when i do some joint posts i'm like wow that actually turned out pretty good yeah it's it's cool well, and especially with if you have somebody that writes a good like baseline to it then i can mm-hmm. add my character and what i think he would do in that situation and that's been very helpful and yeah. fun yeah really enjoyed doing that great great well i really appreciate you stopping by and talking to us well, thank you, Kenny, and I just want to encourage everybody that's listening to uh, join up, be part of the RPG. We can use everybody and anybody as long as you have a willingness to write and to uh, get a little creative. It's fun just to continue the adventures in the Star Trek universe, and, and I just ha- I'm having a blast being part of that. So thanks, Kenny, and Great. thanks, Jen, for uh, all your uh, work and hard stuff that you do on the on the RPG. You guys are great. Thanks, Rick, and we uh, look forward to more of your father and son review. Oh, that's over, right. That's over right. At treksandsci-fi.com. We thought we'd go over the rules of our RPG, just general gameplay type of things. So, uh, Jen, why don't you uh, tell us some of our rules for our game? Okay. There is a link on our forums inside of the um, story so far, and this thread is called RPG Rules. The maximum number of posts that you can post per week is one a day. The minimum is once per week. But anytime you're on the Trex and Sci-Fi forum, make a habit to check to see if there are any new posts in the RPG. If you wait for a week or more to check the story, you'll soon fall behind and chaos will ensue. No one likes chaos, (laughs) unless you're weird. (laughs) In which case, good luck with that. We don't Um, want you to fall behind, because when you fall behind, you do give up. I mean, it is hard to catch up once you've fallen behind. Yeah. You know, especially with our current story, it's moving quickly, you know, and you Mm -hmm. have to to keep up with it. So it is important to to read the story so far. Try not to skim, because that kind of takes away from your enjoyment in the game. I mean, it what's the point yeah. of participating if you're just going to, like, speed read? Yeah, I mean, and, I hate to admit and, it. You know, when I was busy, I would go through and just look for a Quinn. You mm-hmm. know, and I didn't enjoy, I think it was the fourth season, as much as I should have. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, I did skim the stuff. So now I'm making a point to actually read it all, and it's much more enjoyable when mm-hmm. you actually read it. You know, one thing that I did that helps a lot is you can go to the the RPG, any actually any thread in this forum outside of the RPG, you can click the notify button. It's yeah, on I the do. top bar where it says pages. It's a gray bar, and yep. it says go down, reply, notify, mark as unread, and send topic and print. If you click notify, then... Every time someone re- replies to that particular thread, it will send you an email and tell you, hey, so-and-so replied to this thread. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, when you have the time, 
click on that and you know on that link that is emailed to you and it'll take you directly to the story so far and yeah. and you could read to see what's you know the most current post in that game and that's yeah. the best way to keep up with it i agree i do that with all my threads also and it's i also do it in the um out of character section as well so that if someone comments on the game i will yeah. be able to see you know what it is that they they want to ask me about or want to compliment someone else on it's just a good way to keep up with everything next thing we should touch on is I guess the way we run the game it's yeah. kind of a, a democratic game we try to have Skype meetings um, yeah, over the internet conversations and everyone's um, invited so mm -hmm. and if you're not familiar with Skype it's a free program that you can download on your computer and you can talk to anyone in the entire world it has the same program free. and that's in fact that's the way that Kenny are, and I are talking right now I'm in yeah. Texas and he's in California we're not in the same room, so <laughs> this would not be possible if Skype did not exist. <laughs> that's true, very true. Um, that's but how yeah, we have I mean, some of our meetings. Even, even, though, even though we are democratic and we all talk about what we want to do and where we want the story to go, there are still rules. I mean, there are still – Jen and I are co-moderators. Mm -hmm. you know, we have to keep the, the flow of the story going. We have to make sure characters fall in line with – how we see the RPG. What am I trying to say? Um, it has to it has to fall in line with the Star Trek universe. There definitely. can't be any superheroes, or um, and not every character in the story can be a top level officer. There has yeah. to be you know yeomen and, and yeah. ensigns to fill fill the ranks, and everyone has an opportunity to work their way up. You can't yeah. all start out as commanders or lieutenant commanders or lieutenants. Yeah, it starts out at that level, and then also the story outline. We we create an outline at the beginning of the season that will help people see exactly where the story is going to end up. The only thing that we don't include in that outline is the ending to the story because it would ruin it for everyone. What's the fun in participating in something if everyone knows how it's going to end? So basically it's just the highlights of the story and you get to fill in all the blanks in the middle. We don't have strict structure. You can still free, freely write whatever you want. So I mean it's not all planned out. We just we have a beginning and an end. We know where we want it to go, and we guide you guys that way. You definitely run the story with all your other little stories within the big picture, so it, it just works out best that way. It kind of lends itself well to little side stories. People like to explore their characters in, in the middle and their relationships with other people and little adventures that they have in the holodeck. All those things still fit within our story. So if you're going to include another character that belongs to another writer, either contact them through personal message and say, hey, I'm going to write about your character and I think that I would like to have this kind of conversation with them. What do you think? And that person will PM you back and say, yeah, that dialogue sounds pretty good but with this tweak you know and they'll add it so it's very helpful to go to the character profile section within the RPG and read to see what that person is like it kind of gives you an idea of their personality, personality and um, their like backstory and, right exactly yeah. their their rank you know that does help and a lot of times you can actually do joint posts with people what you'll do is you'll do a line you'll send it to this person they'll do their response and ask you a question or a comment, and then they'll send it back to you. Of course, that is more time-consuming because you're sending PMs back and forth. But sometimes you get some really good uh, dialogue going. I think the quality is much better when you cooperate like that. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing you can also do is you can do the whole conversation with this other character and then send it to that person and say, this is what I have, like Jen was saying. And then they can go in and tweak or do whatever they want to the dialogue, mm -hmm. and then it can be posted. So, you know, there's several ways. The The key is to 
make sure you talk with the person that you are having the conversation yeah, with, the, that you're doing the post with. The the creator of the character that you're including yeah. in your post. It just it just helps. You know, Vulcans don't laugh. And they don't you like know, to Vul- be touched. Yeah, so I mean, you know, <laughs> there's certain qualities of Quinn that you shouldn't do. He's not an angry person, so he wouldn't yell at anybody. You know, once you get to know the characters, it's easier to write. Exactly. Like Jen, I know Jen can do Quinn in a heartbeat. He knows, she knows exactly how he is and what he does. I feel comfortable. She doesn't even need to pee in me. She knows my character and, and can write him almost better than I can. And so, and you so, can do that well with Surreal too, but we've been yeah. participating since the beginning of the RPG. Yeah, and you will so. get that familiarity and cool with each other's characters. But for the time being, it is nice to let them know that you're using their character. Yeah, we also have something called non-player characters, mm-hmm. which those are characters that we just create since all my other players are busy, all the real players are busy. I need Tucker. And so I just made up Lieutenant Tucker. He's my bridge officer that takes over when Quinn leaves the bridge. That character can be used by anybody. We are creating profiles for those characters, so it is good to go and read their profiles. But it's not as crucial for you to contact that person saying, I'm going to do this with this person. They're there to be used. Don't need to do anything huge and drastic to them. But definitely, you don't need approval before using these. Right. And they can be anybody. I mean, you don't even need to use those. You can make up anybody. The ship is big. They have a lot of people on it. There are some exceptions to that, though. Inside of the non-character profiles, there's a section where there are family members that belong to main characters. You can't just grab those guys and go have a date with Arya James. She belongs to Just X, and that's his character's daughter. You can't do that without his permission. They're there to enhance your story. Sometimes a player isn't available to talk to have to talk to nobody you know an npc so that's what they're there for yeah and feel free to create your own and make a profile put in that um npc yeah. category so that we can use them because it's a big ship and there aren't that many people filling the roles and another thing is we try to help everybody we try to push the story along sometimes we get sidetracked into our own story or just our in life in general so i mean it's up to you guys to to jump in to actually start with your character introduce them have them jump into the story find a way within the big scheme of the things where they fit in and start posting you know it doesn't need to be the extravagant post you know don't wait for us to say oh we're going to go to this person and then wait for you to respond you know if you want to join in join in don't wait for us to actually introduce you into the story we try i mean we that's one goal of ours is to get the participation of everybody sometimes it's hard to remember who's in our stories and who's you know just let us know you're there What's going on? What's happening with your character at that moment when everything's going crazy on the ship? It's just simple, basic stuff. And Jen and I are always here for anyone participating. Mm-hmm. If there's problems or you're stuck or you don't know where you're at, just PM us. That's the easiest thing to do. If I'm not online, she's online. So there's one of us there constantly. And we get so, back pretty quickly. We'll get back yeah. to The latest is a day. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. But copy both of us. Don't just send one yes, email to, to Kenny or one to me so that we... Unless you're complaining about Jen, then <laughs> than that. So I like to be included. I know Jen is labeled as the moderator on the forums, but I'm also a moderator on the RPG. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be in the loop of what's going on. Exactly. With, you know, with the story and where you want things to go. Mm-hmm. Let's touch on a few more things. I forgot to, to mention this oh, just briefly. Okay. Yeah, just briefly. The plot. It needs to be within the Star Trek universe. It can't be instant open. Obi-Wan Kenobi or anything like that. Let's see, there's no superheroes. You can't shoot flaming snot from your nose. You 
can't well, walk but through what all... But you're a species and can do that? I guess, but just try to keep it within the known Star Trek realm. There I mean, and if you want to be creative and create your own alien, that's fine, but talk to us about it. Let's try to work together we just, we're on We're trying what... to really avoid the Q type of characters. Exactly. We don't want these problems that we're creating for our story to be solved within an instant. Because real life isn't like that. Right. There's our fake life. And the other rules state there's no abusive language. I mean, basically, it's that way across the board on the forums. Yeah, um, the forums. No explicit content. Yeah, <laughs> Can't have a relationship that's very descriptive as far as any type of intimate yeah. scene. Nothing like that yeah. is allowed. I've described a kiss between my character's husband and her, but, you, you know, nothing beyond that. So let's keep it rated PG. Um, no sexist stuff. We just don't discriminate as far as that's concerned. Yeah, well, it's Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. Again, the posts are limited to one per day, but a minimum of one per week. So if you can't keep up like one per week, then let Kenny and I know. See if we can work anything out. Maybe you can be a character that doesn't have a real big role. Maybe you're like a relative of one of our officers or something. Use spell check. Don't use texting shortcuts. We use complete sentences in the RPG and... It's like a novel. Yes. We're trying to keep it as correct as possible. And it, and it helps a lot if you use Microsoft Word or any other type of word processor when you write your story. Because you can use the thesaurus and the dictionary and things like that to help yeah. you build your story. And then copy and paste it into the forum. Yeah, definitely. And also, use the out-of-character thread for posting questions. Don't put like a slash and then yeah. inside your post say, hey guys, this is just, you know, a build up to a larger scene. Stay tuned for yes. more. Yes. Just... Everything in, in your story post should revolve around your story. That's why we have an OOC section, which is out of character. So you can do whatever you want. Yeah, basically... That's the RPG rules in a nutshell. But if you have any questions, if you want to check them out for yourselves, just swing by the um, story so far in the RPG game section and look inside of that thread for the RPG rules. We have a dramatization featuring Margon, Mm -hmm. who is Moyer 777's character in our RPG. Thanks, Doctor, and good morning, said Counselor Margon as the doctor walked away. The children gazed up at him with wide eyes. They'd never seen anyone so, well, blue before. In fact, both of them were sucking on brightly colored lollipops. Naval kept looking at his bright blue lollipop and then at the counselor and back again. Greetings, Counselor, said Commander Savril. Counselor Margon shook the commander's hand. I'm Counselor Margon. Pleased to meet you. He looked down at her children. So, these are the twins I've heard so much about. Margon crouched down and attempted to make the Vulcan greeting with his hand. He couldn't quite get his fingers to part like they should. In doing so, the palms of his hands were exposed, and they were bright blue, much brighter than the rest of his skin tone. Naval said matter-of-factly, You're blue. Commander Savril quickly glanced at her son and in her eyes said, Hush! But the counselor wasn't the least bit uncomfortable. That's right, young man. I'm glad to see you know your colors. I don't have any hair either, he said, smiling. I am Apollyon, and you are... Naval glanced up at his mother. Mommy? Answer him, Naval. We've discussed this before, said Savril patiently, as if to show off her young boy's cognitive abilities. We are Vulcan, and, um... Uh, Hugh, 
He looked up at his mother once more, his eyebrow raised. His sister whispered, Human. And then giggled as Margon made a funny face trying to coax the answer out of her brother. Savril again patiently nudged Marin. She did not want to stop the children from identifying their heritage, and they weren't old enough to decide which culture would be more dominant in their lives. Her little girl's giggling made her secretly want to smile, but this wasn't the time or the place for that. She introduced them. This is Marin and Naval. Well, it's great to meet you, Mr. and Mrs. Vulcan Human, Margon said and then laughed. He looked over his shoulder, and raising his voice, he said, What? I don't get a lollipop, doctor? <laughs> the children both smiled, and Naval offered his candy to Margon. Thanks. You go ahead. It reminded him of Brex when he was their age. He laughed again. As Counselor Margon laughed, it was a robust and catchy laugh. <laughs> All right, and the last section for today is going to be the story so far, where we briefly go over what's happened the past week in our RPG uh, current season, and we're on season five. Okay, I'm going there. So now. you want to start with that, Jim? I'm going there now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Five has been a great season so far. I like it. Yeah, it's moving around it's been, pretty it's fast. It's been action-packed mm-hmm. and moving really, really quick. Yes. Um, actually, quicker than I even anticipated, but that's not a bad thing. No, it's good because it's meant to be. This this particular season's meant to be quick pace. Just yeah, that's true. Because it's kind yeah, of uh, it doesn't need to be dragged out. Dramatic. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we have um, two new RPG members on the board. We have T. Munter. I can't remember what character he's playing, but his first post was pretty brief, and he's on the the bridge right now. So, yep. and, and good job, by the way. It, yeah. it puts yeah, it puts him in the position. We know where he's at. Mm-hmm. So now, if Quinn goes to the bridge, he knows there's a character there waiting for him to to interact with. So, mm-hmm. and the second post was by Ricardo, Ricardo Cameron. Yes. And um, I think his name is Don. But yeah. his first post is really good too. He's playing a um, half human, half Vulcan, I think. Yep. Yep. Um, born on Mars, and um, for he's a science officer. shifts. Yeah. Yeah. Good first post. The story so far. Do you want to go over that, or should should we both kind of cooperate? Okay, yeah. Why don't you start, and then uh, where we left off is you know there is a mysterious virus mm-hmm. going around the ship right now. It was attacking telepaths. But it has mutated, and it is now attacking everybody. Which is not to say there are people who are immune to it for some reason. You know, we haven't quite delved into why these some of these people aren't affected, or at least they're not showing signs. You know, not everyone's going to get sick and yeah. die. Not everybody knows right now that there's an epidemic on board. No, we're, we're only about six hours into the initial finding of it. So people are just now figuring out that there's something wrong. You know, their buddies yeah. are gone. They've, you know, maybe they're, they're looking for sick. them. They, yeah, they're in sick bay. They yeah. Maybe they go there and find out that, hey, there's a lot of people here. What the heck's going on? The doctors are just now figuring it out. So you can't just decide, hey, your character knows all about the virus because um, yeah. the, the doctors are just now starting to put their heads together and try to come up with how to figure this thing out. The chief engineer has decided to come down to Sixth Bay and work with the doctors because, you know, obviously the gel packs are infected and they're going to require some type of similar treatment, you know, that the doctors are coming up with for patients. So um, Brian CD is working. um, That's his character. So he's working with me 
and uh, I'm playing Dr. Dret, and we're going to come up with something. <laughs> something, sure. yeah, hopefully. Something. <laughs> anyway, and then also um, Wraith wrote an interesting uh, joint post with me. He kind of surprised me with this one, but um, I decided that Sareth's mother... Or Savril's oh mother. God. Yeah, yeah. what? Wow. <laughs> that was out of the blue. Savril's mother has been in sickbay since her, her husband was rescued for Rom, from Romulus, which is where the Tiberius is coming from. So his wife has been in sickbay all this time with him, just wouldn't leave his side. And we picked up, like we have not mentioned, I have not mentioned her since season five started. So I decided, hey, let's bring her into this this virus story now. And so I got together with Wraith 1701, and, and we decided um, that she's infected with the virus now. And the way it affects her is completely different than the way, the way it affects everyone else. She has become crazy Vulcan woman, <laughs> and <laughs> she is throwing and tossing people about sickbay because sickbay is crowded, and they're talking about moving her husband out to his quarters, perhaps, you know, something, someplace else to make room for more patients. You know, he's he's taking up space. And he's critical and requires medical attention, and she kind of lost her temper. So she's thrown a few doctors and nurses through some windows, and subsequently was shot in the chest with phasers set to stun. Yeah. Savril doesn't know this has happened. I'm, I'm sure that she would be ticked off that that happened, but... <laughs> Arya, who is played by Just X, that's um, a long story, <laughs> but she yeah. is somehow related to Savril and Sareth, and she's taking yeah, care of that. You're gonna have to read read the story. Too. Yeah, you're gonna have to go over that because I can't just describe <laughs> that in one <laughs> in one uh, microcast. But yeah, no, that takes several. Yeah, someday we may do a little drama to to kind of fill in yeah. the blanks there. But anyway, um, Sareth is now in stasis with um, Ark James and um, Savril's children, which is another thing that happened this week. Um, Savril's children were in, are also infected with the virus, and it was decided that they would be put in stasis to prevent their infection from spreading to the point that would kill them because yeah, it is starting to kill people. Three people are kill, dead yeah. now. So, so uh, I think that is it. For today's microcast, you need to give anything else, Jim? Nope. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. Like I said, this is always a work in progress. We're trying to improve it as we go. Uh, we have a thread uh, on the forums. It's actually in the RPG section. It's called the Ready Room Microcast, and you could definitely leave some suggestions. We already got some really good ones. Yeah. I mean, we you know when we first started, we thought we'd keep this to five to ten minutes. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> Our first one was like 16 minutes, and I think this one will be pretty long. Also, yeah. So we're we're going to try to keep them under 30. Yes. That's that's our goal now. <laughs> it's just there's so much to talk about, and we enjoy doing them, mm -hmm. so why not use all 30 minutes? So uh, this is Kenny. And this is Jen. Hailing frequencies closed.